little babies. Thank you, Irene. Thank you. Thank you, Irene. Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit out of it. Because my fucking glasses keep fogging up. Great shirt, by the way. It's tails all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh. Nice one, Stingray. <laughs> that could not have been more perfect. <laughs> we all lost our shit. He's not going to be happy when that goes out. <laughs> Neither will Irene. <laughs> uh, is she ever? No. When we talked, oh, hold on. On a member on a three hundred show, something that we all forgot. The very first stern email that I got from Ray's dad about the one-eyed Irene joke. <laughs> <laughs> the very first. Yeah, first, uh, first angry email we ever got. Uber, Uber Ray was sent him there. Pretty regularly for a while. Seems like he was he was a little salty. Not only it came on Facebook Messenger too. That's how you know he was angry. <laughs> Couldn't wait to formulate an actual email or didn't know how. So he just went straight to the messenger. Fuck this. I'm going right to the messenger. How dare you? Oh, and then he came, <laughs> the next one came without a subject or like a header. He gave him shit for that. So then he came with <laughs> <laughs> and start coming with subject lines, yeah. Slowly I think even. at the time we didn't even have an email address. That's how fucking long ago. That was like this time last year. Well, there yeah, you we go. Did. There you go. I don't think we have one yet. Nope. And now look at us now. Uh, welcome to the Civil Minds Sports Show. Wednesday headlines, June 30th. <laughs> didn't think I would get that one, did you? Welcome <laughs> to the show. Did not. I was ready to help. Anything going on for the thirtieth? Any hall? Uh, what's uh, what's your calendar say? Nothing. Oh fuck! All right. Yeah, yeah. we are in the dog days. We are in the dog days. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why we're gonna do vacation. We're gonna do the first ever Civil Minds show vacation. Bill has had several, but we're gonna do the first ever. Look at him! He's starting to smile all over. Again. <laughs> <laughs> the Grinch's heart is growing three sizes too big. I love vacation. <laughs> How the sea sold age. All right. Uh, the, the vacations are brought to you by White Birch Brewing. Uh, White Birch Brewing out of Nashville, New Hampshire. Ray address, please. 460 Amherst Street. The good side of Amherst Street. Get down to the tap room. Get yourself a flight. Get yourself a pint. Get yourself a hat. Uh, don't get one for your friends. Bill's wearing one now. We are not. Because he's taunting uh, us. Because he's taunting us. Uh, if you can't get down to the brewery, then... Buy it at your local beer store. Stay away from Mammoth Road. Bill will shoot you if you touch one of his hoes. Uh, other than that... Get it wherever you can get it. Wherever you get it, tell them the Silver Mines boys sent you a white birch brewing. Um, all right, boys, I don't know how much you've been paying attention to the uh, Celtics news. It's the offseason, not a lot going on. Uh, but I thought it would be interesting to touch to on the uh, Aime Udoka announcement that came from the Celtics. It took a while for them to the make the Duke announcement. Duke Ooh, not a Duke uh. Whatever. There's an A at the end. Well, it's, I don't know. It's whatever nationality he is. It's a Duke Ooh. I'm a Duco. Yeah. So you just kind of throw it. You just kind of throw it away. Yeah. I'm not trusting you. There's no way. I, that was a layup, you. mom joke too. <laughs> I let it pass. Yeah, you guys bet the quota already. Ah, <laughs> uh, new show, Raymond. New oh, show, fuck. Raymond. Two shoes. And, 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 
and we went over on the last one. So technically, I mean, we're still on quarter, bitch tits. <laughs> what the does fuck? My, does mine even count? It was so heavy handed. Mm-hmm. Fine. Um, your mother is a whore. <laughs> did you get a chance to listen to the to the uh, some of his talk coming out? Uh, obviously, the presser with Brad Stevens, and then he did interview with uh, 98.5. I'll get, let me just give you a I don't have the actual quotes here, but I'll just give you my kind of initial thoughts. So I think the big things out of it, he's pumping up the Jays as we call them pillars of the organization moving forward, you know, terrific young talent. He created a relationship with them um, at the worlds. Uh, he's seen them uh, up close and personal that they, they swept the Sixers in the bubble when he was part of the Sixers, the Nets beat Jason Tatum just this past year. Um, I don't know. I thought that there, there's a lot of fluff like there normally would be in a press conference like this, but it seemed, but there was a couple of good things that I thought he said. The one that's getting play is I'm going to be on these guys ass and they want me to be. Do you believe that Ray? Do you like, how much do you, yeah, give me your initial takes on uh, Udoko. Duka. And Duku. I thought he threw shade at uh, Brad Stevens, which I liked uh, bringing up the whole uh, 27th in the league for assist, basically mm-hmm. saying that's not going to be my kind of basketball. I want to see more team basketball, more passing. But I like that because Brad was sitting right next to him. So that's kind of throwing shade at uh, Brad. And then if it's true that the Jays want them to be pushed hard, that's also throwing shade at Brad saying that, you know, you weren't pushing your superstars enough. They want to be pushed. They want to be challenged and you didn't do your job. So I kind of enjoyed hearing him say that. Bill, do you think Brad Stevens didn't push these guys, or do you think they didn't like the way that he pushed them? They didn't like the way they pushed them. I, I kind of I, find, I ask a question because I find it hard to believe that Brad Stevens look the Kemba relationship deteriorated by reports because he pushed Kemba too hard on defense and Kemba didn't like it. So I think that, it's just the way. Yeah. Also, I just stop you too. When have you ever heard Brad Stevens swear? I may uh, did it during the press conference. I don't trust anyone that doesn't swear. What do you think he, how do you think but Brad I also pushes? I don't trust like, anyone that doesn't drink. So, I mean, yeah. So you're going to catch 22 there, but yeah, I mean, G Willikers, Batman, fucking Brad Stevens swearing at these guys, you know, gosh, golly, you know, that's probably not how these guys want to be pushed. Also, it's an African-American player that knows how he can get, you know, behind these guys and help them as, you know, go to that next level. You know, we're, we call them budding superstars. I think he knows how to work with these kids and get them to that next level. Maybe I don't know anything. I don't think we know anything about this guy to say that he knows how to get anybody anywhere. I just think, you know, we were saying it all year that the message ran stale. I still think Brad Stevens is a good basketball coach. I think he knows what he's saying, but clearly, they just tuned him out. These guys didn't want to listen to him anymore. So whatever oh. that reason is, just we've said this before, just the freshness and the newness of a coach should be enough, and the relationship that they've built should be enough to take. I just question. Do they really want to be pushed? Do 23 and 24 year olds really want to be sworn at Ray? Do they? Do do a hundred million dollar 24 year old really want to be saying, get the fuck back on defense or you're sitting your ass down? Maybe that's what they needed. I mean, look at Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown came out and said he wanted an African-American coach. The answer is no, they don't. It's not. No, it's not different. This is what they want. So if they wanted that and that's what they got, they got an African-American coach. An African-American coach doesn't automatically mean they get sworn No, 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 no. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying. That might be the most racist thing that's ever been said on this program. No, what I'm saying is Jalen Brown wanted that. That's what he wanted. Now he's coming coming out and saying Jalen Brown wants to be pushed. Uh, Jason Tatum wants to be pushed. I think that's what he's coming out and telling the truth you guys are saying like you think it's all far-fetched that they didn't want that that's i'm saying that this is what they do want it's true what they're saying is true 
I got you. I'm not saying it's not true. I mean, like to answer Rich's question, it's just Brad wasn't motivating them enough or pushing them in the right ways. No, I mean, if it is making Kemba cry like a little bitch about getting on defense, I mean, it's probably one of those things where he, he was the singled out player. You know, he's not trying to get on these other guys where, you know, now maybe Aduka or Duko, whatever the fuck his name yeah, is. We're going to need to come up. We're going to need to find, get to the bottom. We don't do of this. well with names. Yeah, no, but this one we have to do well with. Yeah, we're going to say a lot. We're going to say it a ton. <laughs> Fucking ton. But I mean, like, he might have just singled out, you know, Walker. And that, that was the different motivation where those guys see that the last couple of years, especially after the Kyrie bullshit when he's in there and they just tuned it out. We've been saying it for two years. I thought going back to the bubble, they were kind of tuning this guy out last year. And then this year just proved it. I think this team's supposed to be better than they were. You know, you guys had him going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Ray, you think you had him winning it or vice versa? I don't know. Uh, I had him losing in the first round. But um, no, you didn't. But I mean, it, they just tuned them out. So, I mean, yeah, they, now they're going to get a guy that's going to hold, hopefully hold the whole team accountable and then really ride these guys' asses. Yeah, I, 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 mother, right? God I, damn it. I was going to say that. <laughs> Shit. I, th- I think it's more of just a change. Like, I, it, it's more of just Brad's, Brad Stevens didn't, he, he lost it. You know, like, eight seasons with it's one the respect, team. Yeah, it's a respect it's, thing. That's not very common in the NBA. Uh, messages run dry. I honestly don't think that's a, that's a good or bad thing. I was less hard on Brad Stevens this past season than you guys were. Because I don't think it's – I was hard, really hard on the players because I think as professionals you should show up and play your hardest every single time you get out there. It's not up to your coach to motivate you. And I don't think that's what Aime Oduka or Duco is going to do either. I, you know, I, I don't believe that he's going to ride their asses. This is not college. You're fucking professionals. You're going to be told what to do, and maybe he'll tell them when they're not doing it correctly. Maybe Brad was not doing that in the, in the best way possible to get the most out of him. But he's not, he's not going to fucking bench Jason Tatum. This is not college. This is not high school. You don't ride guys' asses in the NBA. They tell you to fuck off because they're making $100 million. They don't give a shit. Most of those they're guys making... make a, more than a week than their coaches yeah. make all year. Ride their asses. Do How? Like what? They, they're not going to be sworn at. That's not, I don't think that's the way. And maybe he knows that. Maybe like we're thinking about it differently. Maybe he understands it. His idea of riding their asses is different and showing them what to do and what not to do. Telling them when to shoot, not what not to shoot. Beautiful segue, Rich. Marcus Smart, the elephant in the room, was not really mentioned in the first press conference um, with Ime, although the Jays were mentioned consistently. The last interview with uh, 98.5 the other day, Marcus Smart, I think Hardy was doing the interview, asked Ime directly, what is Marcus Smart's role in this team? And Ime's response was he's a leader. He said he's the heart and soul of this team at times is the way he said it. He never mentioned his skill set. He said he plays hard. He's tough. I have a relationship with him. He said he's the only guy that didn't back down when he was uh, in the worlds and playing against uh, the starters, for lack of a better term. I think that I think that they have a pretty good idea of what Marcus Smart is and what he isn't. And with this new regime, if you want to call it, that they are going to try and make that pretty clear and maybe not in a trade, but make it, if he's going to stay on the team, they're going to make it clear what his role is, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I don't think he's going to be here on this team. I think that's the next trade piece to go. I mean, he's got the best contract to get away. So I think Marcus smart 
and maybe boys, uh, Bill's boy, uh, Robert Williams is on the way out. I think that's the next move because you don't have a point guard still. You, this team lost Kemba Walker. Marcus Smart is not a point guard. Rabbit. Put some respect on his name. Uh, he's not a starter in this league. Uh, you need a point guard. So I think uh, Marcus Smart's on the next way, wave out. It, would, it wouldn't surprise me if they maybe. do move him, but he has an expiring contract. I think he's, what, 13 or 14 this year. So, I mean, he's going to get a raise. Might as well try to get something. I mean, I feel more comfortable paying Evan Fournier around that twenty million that I, I feel com- more comfortable paying him twenty million than I do Marcus Smart, and that's the going rate right now. So I mean, if another shoe to drop, the next shoe to drop, it's got to be Marcus Smart. Yeah. But the ownership seems to love him, and I just don't want Brad like Brad Stevens fucking loves him, and this is what scares me. I I think as a Celtics fan, even though I fucking hate basketball, but it's like you still have to wonder if he loves him because the salary cap ramifications are huge 2022 is the guy we're we're all trying to chase Bradley Beal right that's the next free agent class that's going to be good that you can sign you can't go signing Bradley Beal if you got 22 million dollars lined up to Marcus Smart which is probably what he's going to get yeah something close to that and I actually that's kind of the question that I have. Doesn't it feel a little bit off with this guy? Doesn't it still feel like, I hope this is Brad's Brad's team. Like he's kind of still pulling the strings here. I mean, he's the president of basketball operations. I guess that's your job, but I don't know. It it doesn't, it, it just kind of seems like I may is going to be given a team and that's the team that you have to coach. And we, and your say, I don't know if he has a bunch of, I don't know if how much say he has in it right now is, I guess, the point I'm trying to well, make. Well, Brad didn't like what Danny did and didn't give him a team that he wanted. Why would Brad do that to Ima? You know, because I, power I, I, corrupts well, the, the and absolute yeah. power. No, I understand absolutely. that. I'm just did saying. You hear, did you I'm, hear Wick on the radio today? I did not. That fucking, oh, he was so cunty. <laughs> when you get a chance, I listened to it for like five minutes and I'm just like, all right, I'm done. But the five minutes they kept asking him about Brad Stevens and like, how did the whole process of Danny stepping down? And he was like stepping flat out, down, was flat out denying everything. And then he's like, I put Brad Stevens name on the list. He's just like, yeah, I told Danny, give me a list. Right before we interviewed everybody, I put Brad Stevens on the list. He's like, you know what? I'm not answering this, but you got to listen to it. He's such a cunt. I kind of hate that. It kind of makes me feel not that great about the future of the Boston Celtics. Which I is like, why, yeah. Ugh. I like the IMA. I mean, it checks, checks the boxes. Um, but I think, you know, he, he's a good guy for, for the team right now, but I think the rest of the stuff going on is, I don't know. I don't know if it's on the level. I don't think it's that great. Danny Ainge certainly was fired. He's now up for, he's now up for a Utah job as a consultant. Oh, we were told that he, uh, needed to take time off because of health concerns and blah, 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 blah. You know, no one likes being fucking lied to. Brad Stevens got fired and then promoted because they just gave him an extension and the team quit on him. So, yeah, he's here because you owe him $30 million or whatever. Let's hopefully Duke takes him so he can get rid of that fucking money. Holy shit. I mean, Wick can't come out and say that. can't come out and say that. However, uh, let me jump ahead here. Chauncey Billups just signed with Portland. I don't know where I heard this, but I heard something about uh, Aime Udoka got, Udoka got uh, three years and $3 million per for his job, which is pretty low. Uh, on the lower side for an NBA head coach. Stevens got what five or six. He was between working. five and seven million. Do you think here's some conspiracy theories? Get a life loser. Do you think <laughs> that Chauncey Billups turned down the Celtics offer not because of the situation, but because they lowballed him? 
Yep. I bet yeah. you he could make that at well, he was working at ESPN, wasn't he at the time? Like before all this, before he got an assistant coach job. He was probably making that at ESPN. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Paul Pierce didn't seem too uh too concerned when he got fired from ESPN. They were probably lowballing him too, and then he jumped into coaching. I mean, yeah, three for at three million. Like I said, Brad Stevens coming out of Butler made five million dollars. What he signed for six years at thirty million was his first. And now you're you're cut that in half. By years in a shit ton of dollars. Now that's speculation, and the speculation I believe because of everything revolved around Brad Stevens, how much money they owe him. So are they well, Danny know. Ainge and Brad Stevens. I mean, they were talking. Danny, how much was Danny making? A couple million. Oh, I don't know. Probably he was there for that. a long time. I mean, he, eighteen I years, know. man. He probably made more than that. They're probably sick of paying Ainge and fucking. Stevens, I mean, if you think if he was, they were making the same. So six to seven million, that's $14 million between the coach and the front office. Let me sum this up. Uh, the Celtics, the Celtics ownership uh, it came to a point, came to a head in this offseason that uh, number one, they're, the coach lost the team at any point in time in the NBA. Generally, when that happens, you fire the coach. They couldn't because they just gave him a six-year or five-year extension. They owed him way too much money to fire him. And they couldn't bring back the same exact situation or you or you risk losing your young superstars. In that same time period, in the social justice era that we're in, Danny Ainge went out there on the heels of, of Kyrie Irving calling Boston racist and said, fuck that. I've never heard of anything in 26 years on the golf cart with shitty reception, acting like he didn't give a fuck about what was going about, what's going on in social justice. Wick had to go, what the fuck, man? Like, what the fuck, guys? You're yeah. all done. You're all fired. You're out. Peace out. I can't get rid of you, Brad. Are you at 30 million? Is there any coaching job you want to go get? It, Indiana's open. No, they're a shithouse. Fine. Uh, here's president of operations. See what you can do for the yep. next couple of years until I can eat some of your money. That's what happened. That's uh -huh. what happened. You know, what's funny too. Like the NBA, it must be because they have a coaches union or whatever their contracts. They get every single dollar of that, no matter where they sign. No, I every, think, no, I think if no, look I, it up, look I'm, it up. I'm pretty sure. It, I'm dude, pretty confident. Like if he gets another job, he, they, that, uh, that money goes away. I'm pretty well, sure they could buy him out. No, that he, he if he get, if he quits, if he quits and goes to another team, that money's off the books. But if he gets fired, they have to eat that. That makes sense. That's yeah. generally the case. Um, well, that's what I'm saying. When they, that's why they can't fire him. That's what I was exactly. Saying. That's why I'm saying. Right. I hope he goes to Duke. If when Coach K retires, I hope he ha he's front in line well, for that. Well, that being said, the moves that they're making have all been check marks. They've all been pretty good. I mean, they went. Now let's see. If some if OKC flips Kemba for something significant it's, and decent, it's rumored, it's rumored. We'll have to see the deal. They got a ton of picks. If they package a ton of good picks with them, it'll all be circumstantial. Um, last last piece on the Celtic stuff. Dame Lillard is rumored to now want out of Portland. I don't think it's rumored. I think he wants out. Chauncey Billups is now in. Is now in the headlines. Did you hear his press alleged, conference? <laughs> uh, yeah, I you know 1997, rough, rough. And the Celtics offered him a job. So what does that say? Uh, Dame Lillard, you trade Jalen Brown yep. for Damian Lillard. Yeah, let, let me give you yep. the parameters. Nope. Don't need to. Yep, yep, yep. Do you win? Okay, let me ask you this question, right? Do you win with a team that is Damian Lillard, 
uh, Jason Tatum and Marcus Smart as your three best players. Smart has to go too, though. I'd, yeah, I'd put my uh, trade Marcus Smart Fine. for a Evan Fournier. Even better. What about if you take no? If you take Marcus Smart, trade him to Golden State, get James Wiseman, and Man, bring him get over the here. Fuck the fuck out of here! You sound like every you idiot like an caller on Felger and Maz. You're a green team and moron. The, the deal with get trading for Damian Lillard is you cannot, you can't afford a third max player down the line. You can't he's, do it. He's, he's on a rookie deal. Forty-four million 40, dollars, <laughs> and he's going to be thirty-one. I get the players better than than. Uh, then Brown, I like the idea of bringing an older star to play with Jason Tatum, 28, 29, 30, 31, whatever. Kawhi Leonard, whatever. With a chip on his shoulder. With, yeah. That as but I don't idea, want to do it at the cost of Jalen Brown, period. You said, I don't, you've been saying all along that Jalen and Jason can't play together, that one of them has to go. You've been yeah, saying but not for, for Dam- months. Damian Lillard at 31. That's the problem. He's 24 years old. You can get a, a better player like than Damian, not – a Damian Lillard is one of the best players in the NBA, but yeah, the problem with Damian Lillard is the money. The problem with Damian Lillard is the money because you can't, I mean, you can, but it, it'll be really hard. You have to eliminate your entire roster and start with Tatum, Damian Lillard, and whoever wants to come on a max deal and then rebuild with the pennies you have left. Even that you're not guaranteed a championship. But wouldn't that have set you up better for 2022? Wouldn't that get you No, more? you don't have the money. No. Jalen Brown's, what, four for 120? Or nine, making, 112. Like, something, it's something, he's making like 23 he's making million. like half of what Damian Lillard's making. So, I so, mean, you got to throw in Marcus Smart, it's going to Robert Williams, and probably three first-round draft picks to get him. Like, if you're going to move J- Jalen Brown, which I've been a big fan of, I feel like you can get more. You can get more players that you can better fit around Tatum. Because the, the cost that it's going to cost to get Damian Lillard, it's too high for me to move Jalen Brown for. Let me ask you this question, Ray. Here's your two scenarios. This year, 2021, you trade Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, and you get Damian Lillard. And then next year, maybe you can lure in, I don't know, some mid-middled star for less than the max and try and go win like that. Or... You wait until next season. You have Brown, Tatum, whoever you want, and you just sign Bradley Beal. Is that team that... is Bradley Beal, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown better than Dame Lillard, Jason Tatum, and whatever fodder you want yes. to put in there? Of course, yes. I think that's I, I don't the know how, how do you think those three would work together though. I don't think uh, they're like great. Right I don't, I don't think they're both- great, but I like the idea. I like the idea of selling out for Beal because Jay, I've been saying, telling this for a year. Jason Tatum is your team. He is your future. You do everything to make that work. And, and by all accounts, Bradley Beal is the guy to make that work. And if it takes J- trading Jalen Brown this year to assure Beal comes because he wants to come this year, then I do that. And I don't want to trade Jalen Brown, but I, and I don't think Bradley Beal is you know, he's a terrific scorer. I don't think he's Dame Lillard, honestly, but it's about Tatum. It's about keeping Tatum. And and if you have all three of those, you find out it doesn't work, then you can move Jalen Brown for a nice little package in return and, and, and figure out the pieces from there. It's the about Tatum. Thing, it's about bringing what, something back to maintain on. this for the next seven, five, six, seven years. Before you go to, like, if you move Brown for Damian Lillard, where is that going to put you in the scope of the NBA? You're still not a championship caliber team. Now you just gave up seven years 
gap where you could build on these young kids. Like I get it. Like I'm not the biggest Jalen Brown fan. I want them to trade them, but this year you can move them next year. Like for Lillard right now, you're giving up too much for a team. You have a short window. You're shorting your window by at least six, seven years moving on from Brown to Lillard. Like I was all for when he, I thought he was 27, 28 years old. And you told me 31. I said, I'm out like that. that that's a big window. I mean, he's a undersized shooting guard. He's going to start breaking down. We've seen it with Kemba Walker, Gordon Hayward, say what you want. Even Al Horford, a big guy, all these guys they bring in around this 31 year old age that they've signed have all broken down right now. You can't give up a fucking young budding superstar for a guy that you don't trust is going to stay healthy. And I know he's been healthy for most of his career, but like now's the time. So is Al Horford. So is Kemba Walker. And then they just fell off a cliff health wise. That's a big factor in giving up a fucking seven year age gap in, in Brown to Lillard. Can I just ask you? It doesn't make you better, too. There's too many teams. There's still seven, eight teams in the NBA. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. What gets you more? Because obviously, you're going to need to do free agency. You're going to, either scenario, you're going to have to get the veterans to come and buy in veteran minimum contracts. So, because you're going to have to have cheap because you're spending too much money, Bradley Beal or Damian Lillard. What scenario gets you got that more veteran presence to come here? Bradley Beal, because Damian Lillard can't get fucking people to go to Portland. That's the biggest fucking thing. Like, he what's got, the big? What's Mello. the biggest? Excuse me. He got. He did get Carmelo Anthony to go there. If it's Carmelo Anthony, Jason Tatum, and uh, Damian Lillard, do you win a championship? <laughs> no, of course not. I just think. I I'm think just saying. I'm just saying. You're gonna have, actually you're gonna have to play that scenario, though. You're gonna have to play that scenario. You're gonna have to bring veterans in because that's how you're gonna be able to build around these guys. And truthfully, gonna be gone. Neither, neither one of them have brought guys to the to Washington or Portland on cheap deals. And don't forget, Washington's always had better teams with John Wall there. When John Wall was healthy, him and Bradley Beal were disgusting. You also don't bring guys, you know, the idea of bringing guys to Boston is, I don't know. It's history. We'll get them there. And Jason Tatum is Jason probably Tatum better and than Jalen Brown might bring guys on their own. I, I don't know if you Tatum know. will. Yeah. I think Tatum's the guy. That's so that would be the Tatum and Beal, uh, Tatum, Brown and Beal then. Yeah, I don't know how they work together move. on the court. I think that uh, Tatum and Brown have a lot of growing up to do on the court in terms of getting better. I want to see them. I, you know, my ideal scenario is not trade any of them and see your homegrown talent go out there and win. I think that's the most what fun thing Beal, to root for. Towns, except, for except for Marcus Smart. Beal, Towns, and Tatum. How do they work together? Oh, my God. Don't. Beal, Towns. Don't. <laughs> don't do it to him, Bill. Don't, don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't. We have to move on. We're really late on the on the thing. I just wanted to touch on this uh, Paul George news. Um, What's some respect not even news. playoff P. 41 points in his after show in his after interview quote it's just facts i get picked on more than any other star in the league <laughs> what a baby back has he not heard of ben simmons i can't even say yeah. it without a straight face this guy what a fucking prick this guy forced his way out of indiana to get to oklahoma city said i'm not moving i'm not leaving the here and then Kawhi said why don't you come to la and he went get me the fuck out of here don't forget after he signed a max extension and and, and it's con- and it's continued to underachieve the entire time, and he wants the bitch. And I just want I just have to give you this Demarcus Cousins quote too. Speaking about an underachiever quote, I don't know where this trolling bullshit is coming from. Where the internet controls the narrative about these players, it's becoming foolish, man. Uh, like I said earlier in the year, that's one of the most special players to ever lace his shoes up. He said, quote, give this dude his flowers, man. I don't understand the slander. It's become quite silly now. Respect these players, man. Respect these greats. 
Is Paul George a great? Is he one of the best ever to lace? Paul George? Paul George? No. Nope. What the fuck are we doing, NBA? Nope. What are we doing? I don't even want your thoughts on this. I think it's... You'd be it's, tied in this series if you can make two free throws with eight <laughs> seconds left, up one. Go Suns. Is that the same Paul George? Go. Yep, that would be the same one. Okay, Go just Suns, checking. Clips, uh, game six, they're coming up. Uh, Let's go. Bucks, I, do, uh, I do have some breaking news. Oh, breaking news. Uh, Trevor Bauer is under investigation from police in Pasadena after allegedly uh, domestic violence dispute. Good. Fuck that guy. Not good on the domestic violence, but fuck Trevor Bauer. Uh, Last NBA point, and then we're going to call it a night, I think. We're late. Scotty Pippen. (laughs) You finally read it. Has this guy always just been this fucking crazy, this big of a shithead? So on the Dan Patrick show, well, before the Dan Patrick show, Let's go to the last dance. CTE oh, well, much? The last dance was... The last dance ba- basically painted this guy as an unsufferable douchebag. And then he called, and then he said uh, Kevin Durant was the... No, he said... Uh, sorry, right. Well, you know it. What is the fucking... What is the... Uh, I have heat stroke. Something about, like, getting the last... Oh, fuck. I have to look it up. Hold on. Either way, he called was... out... He called out Kevin Durant. He said that he shot too much. He was didn't make enough players better than him. Uh, he didn't really have a good understanding for the game. Some and uh, if he if he did, then they would have won Game Seven essentially against the Bucks. KD then said, "Isn't this the guy that got mad about Phil Jackson drawing up a play for Turkoglu and he sat his ass on the bench?" Coach, coach. When I say Turkoglu, yep. yeah, same thing. Um, and then Scotty Pippen in this last day or two went on the Dan Patrick show and was asked about that. Uh, and essentially said Phil Jackson was racist for drawing up a play for Ku coach. Dan Patrick followed up and said, are you calling Phil Jackson racist? Was he racist? Scotty Pippen said, yep. yep. <laughs> what, a what idiot. a fucking lunatic. What an absolute lunatic. Uh, so I got the quote. It's uh, it's about LeBron. It says, but have you ever seen LeBron take a shot like that? He ain't got to take it that shot. He's going to be smarter. He's going to force a double team. That's what KD wasn't able to do. He was so exhausted. He couldn't even go for the bucket. And then KD came back and said, uh, didn't the great Scottie Pippen refuse to go in the game for the last second shot because he was in his feelings. His coach drew up for the better player <laughs> than shooter. <laughs> what a bitch. What an absolute lunatic. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. I mean, how do you paint Phil Jackson? And Phil Jackson hasn't even came out and said anything, which is good on him, but fucking Scottie Pippen. Your life's a mess. Your wife left you. I mean, Jesus Christ. See some counseling, bro. You know what he could do? He could uh, treat himself to some CBD from back to basics. CBD, all natural health remedies. Uh, Bill knows about this uh, from Billy Badwing. He doesn't have a shoulder anymore. He uses it to ease his pain. Bill, what, what's your go-to remedy there? I use the 300 milligram, just rub on cream. Get yourself feeling right. I like to put it on the bottom of my feet for a good night's sleep. Uh, wherever you use your CBD, however you use your CBD, general wellness, pain, uh, go to backtobasicsllc.com. That's B-A-K, the number two, 
basicsllc.com. With every order you make there, you get a free sample. It's an absolute no-brainer. You'll end up making money on the deal. It's backtobasicsllc.com. Tell them the Simple Minds boys sent you. Uh, real quick, Billy Baseball, Red Sox take another one. Uh, that's four in a row from the Royals last night, 6-5. Uh, Garrett Richards is still a mess, somehow got through five innings. Hunter Renfro was a story of the night with two home runs. Alex Cora called him one of their best players. Do you agree with that? Uh, he's 286 this year. I mean, and then uh, 286 in June. You know, he's got four jacks. I mean, 11 outfield assists. You know, most in the league, he has more outfield assists than 19 teams do. So, I mean, I mean good. He, he's solidified kind of that lower end of the lineup. He's batting that five or six hole. I think he's at six right now. I mean, he's getting production. I think this is the player they envision. It's every day at bats. You know, at, at one point, he, he come in, him and Marlon Gonzalez and all those guys, Kiki Hernandez, they were all split in time. You know, they, they the, the money ball era, small ball era in Tampa where you're you're platooning a shit ton of guys. And then you finally, you're solidified that right field. And he's playing it like old guys. I mean, that's the hardest field, the hardest yeah. right field to play in the majors. And he's doing it, you know, right now, he probably could win a gold glove. He's, 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 yeah, he's one of the best players right now. Yeah. And remember he was Bloom's first free agency signing early last year, early oh, last winter. Can I uh, give you information on the Trevor Bauer? Yes. yes, please. Police do. investigation. Met the girl online. Rough sex, domestic violence. Rough sex, make it hurt. Lou Chris told us that back in the day. <laughs> it's rough sex that caused the, the police investigation. I, I do that to raise mom twice a week. Damn it. <laughs> well, good luck to you. My wife just came down. She's drunk off a margarita and a half. Um, a quick, we have to run quick. We're uh, we're late. Hunter Santiago, the first one uh, suspended on the stick. Yicky, ten games. Hey, Rod. Ten games. He said all he was using was rosin, and uh, there you go. The rosin got on the glove. Do you believe this guy, or should we? Uh, no. Should he be? Should he be the uh, the martyr? Yeah. Well, you told you it's going to be a no name player. So we were all right. It's no name player. He's going to get the first, uh, you know, punishment. And that's how it's going to go. You're not going to see a superstar get this. It's kind of bullshit. Cause like the rosin thing, like you, you could see him earlier in the game. He added covering both arms. You're allowed to use it. And he, his excuse was a sweat and the rosin. I mean, it's, it's bullshit. The umpires get to decide this because now you gotta, you gotta appeal it to a, like a arbitrator who works for the MLB. So he's supposed to be neutral, but he works for the, the MLB. It's kind of bullshit. I mean, you're losing the games where you're still getting paid. Like, it's just kind of – you. like, the now MLB you're going to – The is fucking it up. They're, they're fucking fuck it up. This, it up. Is not, this is not what it, this rule is meant to be. This rule is meant to be the legit stuff that's outlawed. Rosin, sweat, all this stuff. I believe him. I mean, you're going to see him more and more. But now you got a manager that could be like, yo, something's on his arm. Matt said it on the show today. If you want to stop the sweat, put some sleeves on. Get those dry fit. Well, he was making fun of Garrett Richards. That's why. No, I know, but I'm just saying you'll you'll stop. I don't that believe in the sweat. sweat. If the, you you have, they give you rosin. Rosin's supposed to stop the sweat. Put it all over your arms. Do whatever you want. You you were right on the. It's not supposed to stop this uh, on the ticky tack stuff. Like just be fucking smarter, baseball. Be smarter. Maybe you're right, real. Uh, 
Ray, they were looking for a guy to be a martyr, to go out there and suspend and, and not be a big guy. So just to prove that we're into this, but that's the problem. But the with problem the- with the problem with this is rich. And I don't mean to cut you off is the, the fact that it's an automatic ex- suspension. They didn't, they don't, you're not sending the glove out to test. You're not doing any of that shit, which would, you would think you would then do. Then why did they bag it like a CSI scene? They never sent it out. It's fucking dumb. It's They're stupid. dumb. They're dumb. Be transparent about the whole goddamn thing. No one trusts your league. No one likes your league. No one gives a shit about your league. Uh, this has created some entertainment, but it's going to get old really fucking quickly. They're going to screw this up. They already have. They already have. It's so frustrating. Fuck baseball. They're dead to me. Cocky, suck at Canadians. They're going down. Gentlemen sweep? Nope, four in a row. Lightning are just getting started. They're going to bury this goddamn team. Well, then they got Kucherov back. I mean, he played game one. It was a force. Shea Weber, I think, uh, got fined five grand for taking a slash at him. So, I mean, he was all over the ice. This They oh, three, four goals a game. Like, the Canadians have to score at least four just to keep up. This team is – No fucking way. Their little magical run, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bill, you said a, a, a couple of shows ago, the Lightning, they're $18 million over the cap, and they're just getting their legs underneath them. Yeah. Like, they're just – Stamkos and Kucherov, they're just coming back. They've played, what, 19 games now, I think, is somewhere. Because I said this at 16 games when they were up 3-2 against the Islanders. Like, they're just coming back. They missed 50 – what did they play? 56 games? They sat out the whole fucking season to rehab, get healthy, and then been forced – Kucherov hasn't scored a goal, but he had 22 assists, 16 games. It's like he's the, he won the scoring title three years ago, the year they won a hundred and whatever, 120 points. He won the, he scored 127 points. Like he's that fucking good. And Stamkos is 50, 60 goal scorer. Like it's ridiculous how fucking loaded this team is. They might go gentlemen sweep just because the lightning take a night it, off or uh, yeah. Carrie price was stealing one. I think. We'll see. They might. Uh, That's the only way they're going to win a game. He has to stand on his fucking head. Right. NFL alternate helmets have been approved. You want the uh, Pat Patriot or you want the 90s? You want that? You want want the the, 90s? I want the Elvis Elvis Patriot right on the fucking shoulder. Bring those back. Those are fucking sex. No, Pat the Patriot. They never should have got rid of it. They could have changed up the colors. That's their best fucking logo. The original logo, go to that. I love that. I always like the red throwback jerseys. Let's go. It's really hard to get away from, but we've never seen the 90s. It might be kind of cool. It might be kind of cool. It doesn't matter if any of them. If, are if on they Cam do, Newton, bring back suck. those. Uh, remember those ugly silver ones they used to wear? Yep. Oh, <laughs> those are gross. <laughs> Who oh, has those the best? Are the worst one. Who would be the best outside of the Chargers? Because they kind of those aren't throwback anymore. They already wear those powder blue. Can I throw you a sleeper? Yeah. Seattle Seahawks. Ooh, nice. I, I enjoyed those. Weren't they the dark blue? They were dark blue. They had like the long fucking Seahawk on the, it was like, I don't know, like a box almost. I fucking love those Seahawks jerseys back in the Dude, day. And some of the throw, Green Bay's got the worst throwbacks. No, Steelers oh, have the for, worst. Oh, were they there? They look like bees. The bees, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. I take it back. And then Tampa's, ugh. Oh, everyone gets hard on the cream skull. Those cream skulls? Like no, those cream skulls, oh, one, are way. a terrible popsicle. And two, look even worse on a fucking professional jersey. Professional athlete. Can I give you one that, that's really uh, terrible coming from the Patriots fan? And it, but like the 90s white Dallas Cowboys Ooh. with the big yeah, the star. star on the, the yep. shoulders. Ugh. And though the whole top was blue. Right? Yeah, it was like blue. Like oh, here. God, those were so ugly. Really? Oh, I like them. I, I like cool. them. They usually like they, wear them on Thanksgiving it's now. Probably just nostalgia, like the Emmett Smith, like wearing yeah. them and just that we're into it. But 
Um, all right. We're going to skip the Tarasenko thing. We'll get to it another day. Oh, thank God. Uh, no. Really? Okay, good. Uh, Ray, uh, Euro, first of all, Euro 2020, when it's 2021, you were told me why they said that, because it got canceled in 2020, so they're playing in 2021, but they're calling it 2020. This is why I hate fucking soccer. They're so stupid, it's dumb, uh, but your stupid fuckboy French got upset the other day, so they give did. me a quick soccer minute. We're very late. Uh, I'm Bob I'm sorry, we're actually <laughs> ran out of time to talk <laughs> we're soccer. So late. This has been the Simple Mind Sports Show. Wednesday headlines, June 30th. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Sling, Sling Blade took up our whole night earlier. Bye-bye. <laughs>